Hello, I want to welcome everybody back to County Conversations. We hope you all have been staying warm and enjoying the winter weather. We are so happy to be doing another episode or an elated for the support from you all. If you are joining us for the first time, be sure to go back and listen to our first three episodes on Spotify, Google Podcast, YouTube, Amazon Music, Instagram, or Facebook. Also, please feel free to leave us feedback on any of our social platforms and make suggestions of topics and future episodes. First on today's episode, I would like to share some upcoming events. The Denny House will be hosting Valentine's Dinner for Two on February the 11th. Catherine's Victorian Venue is hosting Galatine's Day Tea on February the 11th and the 12th. And Catherine's is also hosting a Daddy-Daughter Tea on February the 13th along with Thistlewaite Vineyards. They are holding Valentine's Day Eve on February the 13th. The WVU Block and Bridal Bonanza, which is huge, will be on February the 26th, and Mardi Gras celebrations will also be held on February the 26th. For our main segment, we want to talk about financial assistance and our partnership with related organizations. So I'm going to bring up Commissioner Mike Belding, to discuss this. Uh, thank you, Betsy. And um, as everybody knows, COVID is a uh, new experience. I say a pandemic is a new experience for almost everybody as it's related to the economy and households and education and so forth. And um, we believe the economic impact of COVID has yet to be fully recognized, but we have been offered an opportunity through funding uh, streams that were made specifically to COVID to help some of the residents and local businesses in, in Greene County. Through the Greene County Department of Planning and Community Development, we've offered two programs specific to businesses. The first one was offered through the Community Development Block Grant Program. It was a CARES Act funding program, and to date, we've been able to push out $1.2 million of funding in a forgivable advance for small business assistance, or better known as FASBA program. And the second program is a COVID-19 hospitality recovery program, better known as CHIRP. And that also was a grant program where we uh, pushed out $600,000 to qualified Green County businesses. Um, combined, those two programs brought Green County local businesses, more than $1.8 million of COVID relief for either uh, retail and other related businesses or the hospitality industry related to the CHIRP programs. Additionally, uh, we know that residents and family finances have been affected by the COVID pandemic, and the Green County Department of Planning and Community Development has administered a $500,000 home investment partnership program to qualified applicants, and we have an application in for more than a million dollars more to add to that, and that's a Pennsylvania Housing Affordability and Rehabilitation Endowment Fund. Both of these programs are no interest, deferred payment loans to assist with roof issues, safety, health issues, update on major systems such as furniture, 
I'm sorry, such as furnaces, outdated electrical and plumbing system, and repairs to preserve, improve, and stabilize the current housing stock in Greene County. There is still money available in that fund, and we encourage those that are owner-occupied, qualified individuals to apply for that funding. Additional support to Greene County residents is available through the Emergency Rental Assistance Program. It's administered with the goal of providing families and individuals financial assistance for rent and home energy uh, costs that are in arrears and other expenses related to housing incurred due directly or indirectly due to COVID. Let me turn this back over to Betsy for introduction of our guests this uh, podcast. Thanks, Mike. Today we do have guests, and again, uh, our topic today is COVID and how we ha- how we have been dealing with COVID. So today we have uh, Terry Weltrot, president of the Washington Health System Green, and Dr. John Six, who is the chief medical officer of Washington Health System Green. So they're going to be here with us today so they can kind of bring us to up to where we are today from how we started with COVID uh, back in March of 2020 and how Green County, how we're doing with all of this. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Terry Wiltrop. As Betsy had mentioned, I am the president of Washington Health System Green. I wanted to walk a little bit through timeline of everything that we have done at Washington Health System Green uh, related to the pandemic. As Commissioner McClure had mentioned, uh, pandemic for us really started back in March of 2020. Some of the things that we did immediately back then was put measures in place to protect the employees and our visitors coming to Washington Health System Green. It was all about masking, putting up ICRA barriers, negative pressure rooms, uh, working on our cleaning practices, personal protective equipment, social distancing, um, setting up telehealth uh, practices um, for those folks uh, that wanted to be able to utilize telehealth. Um, We also, at that point in time, really saw a lot of community support. Uh, Community support from not only the county, but we saw community support from Waynesburg University, from a lot of the banks and a lot of businesses here in Greene County. They did everything from donating personal protective equipment to providing food, giving us gift cards for our employees that we had to lay off during the pandemic. Um, Waynesburg University worked very closely with them on partnering for housing for our employees. You know, we didn't know back in March how bad the pandemic was going to be and whether we were going to have to house our employees or not. So from there, uh, we got into doing COVID testing. Uh, You know, we kicked off our COVID testing at our medical arts building. We actually had a drive-up service. And, uh, you know, the total tests that we completed from March of 2020 up until here in mid-January of 2022 we're over 9,000 tests that we have done of COVID tests. We've also partnered during that time when we kicked off the COVID testing with two other healthcare providers in the area, with Cornerstone Care and also Centerville Clinics. And we were referring patients back and forth to get tested. After that, we started getting into vaccinating the community and how are we gonna vaccinate the community? That was in November and, and December. You know, a lot of community partners there for vaccinations. We decided that we were going to vaccinate at Washington Health System Green in what we used to have as our wellness center space. We took that, turned that into vaccine clinic. 
and started vaccinating right around January of 2021. Community partners, phenomenal. Waynesburg University, they came in and they actually brought their nursing students to the hospital to vaccinate the community for us. You know, great efforts for, from uh, Waynesburg University. Also, uh, the county first responders. We had fire, EMS, a lot of people that volunteered their time to help us with traffic flow at Washington Health System Green. Again, the partnership with Centerville Clinics, Cornerstone, McCracken Pharmacy, and even the county commissioners to be able to get folks vaccinated here in the county. John, do you want to mention to folks on the podcast how many people we vaccinated not only in Green County, but also in our health system? Hi, this is uh, John Six, Chief Medical Officer of the Health System. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Um, we have vaccinated close to 10,000 individuals uh, at Washington Health System Green and over 70,000 individuals across the entire health system. Thanks, John. John was also instrumental in one of our next step was setting up our infusion centers. Um, two infusion centers. We had one located here at Washington Health System Green, and then one also uh, operated up at Washington Hospital. John, do you want to talk a little bit about the infusion centers and the type of infusions that we were doing and how many we've uh, actually completed? Absolutely. So there have been few uh, options from an outpatient perspective for uh, treatment. Fortunately, monoclonal antibodies uh, have uh, been a treatment option that we've been able to do for a little over a year now, beginning uh, last December. Uh, we've done over 1,000 infusions of the monoclonal antibodies over the last year and 31 specifically at Washington Health System Green. We've moved through the various monoclonal antibodies, beginning with the Regeneron and Lilly products, and then most recently, uh, changing exclusively to Sotrovimab. So as the strains, the Alpha, Beta, uh, Delta, and now Omicron has changed, so too has the health system in the way that we have treated with the monoclonals. So uh, we've been very fortunate to be able to offer this to 1,000 individuals um, during the early uh, stages of their COVID diagnosis. Thanks, John. Uh, one other thing that we had set up here in Washington Health System Green was a respiratory clinic. Um, the respiratory clinic was a dedicated clinic where we could send patients that needed to be treated for potentially for having COVID or potential COVID. We opened that respiratory clinic on December 15th of 2020. Um, we saw about 212 patients through April 20th of 2021. We closed. Uh, we saw our volumes drop, and so we closed at that point in time. But we just reopened again this week, the, the respiratory clinic. So anybody in the county, um, they can get referred to our respiratory clinic um, to be tested and treated uh, potentially for COVID. Also, what we're working on right now is the recent CMS vaccination guidelines for healthcare providers. I think everybody has heard there is a deadline now that healthcare providers following CMS guidelines, um, we have to make sure our employees, our vendors, our contractors, anybody that is coming in and providing services at our healthcare facilities um, are vaccinated. Now, we are taking exemptions, uh, medical and religious exemptions uh, for those employees, vendors, and contractors but we are following the CMS guidelines regarding everybody being mandated for vaccination and, and healthcare. The other thing that we've just recently done is a mandatory masking of all of our facilities. We started that last Monday, that's for staff, 
patients or visitors. If you don't have a mask available when you come to our facility, we will provide you with a mask. You know, one of the biggest things that we have been challenged with during the pandemic is staffing challenges. <laughs> Just a, a number of staffing challenges that we've had. Uh, nursing, phlebotomy, uh, medical assistance, EMTs. Uh, what we have done is uh, kind of worked with a couple folks here locally. Workforce Development of Southwestern PA, um, they have developed a phlebotomy program for us, a medical assistant training program for us, and an EMT training program for us, um, where we're going out and we're paying people to be trained, and then we're recruiting them to work at our facilities. Here at Washington Health System Green, we've rolled out um, for some of our nursing departments, tuition rep repayment programs, you know, payment up to $10,000 for uh, repayment for your education if you sign a contract with us long, uh, for a couple years. We've been sharing a lot of staff. Um, recently had a Department of Health inspection at Washington Health System Green, and, uh, you know, we're working on a master agreement between Washington Hospital, Washington Health System Green, where we're sharing staff. We're sharing nurses, we're sharing radiology technologists, PTOT, um, registration folks. So we're sharing staff um, throughout, our, throughout our health system. I would like to turn it back over to John. John, do you wanna speak a little bit about um, our LeapFrog A award that we received during the pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. So we have been participants in the LeapFrog uh, quality uh, survey and program for several years now, and it's part of the infrastructure of our uh, quality program overall for the health system. Um, and over a period of years, the Washington Hospital has uh, received a grade A uh, indicating, you know, very good participation and success in, in a, a number of the programs that we look at for uh, safety of our patients. But most recently, we were also able to achieve an A rating, the first A rating for Washington Health System uh, green. So I think a, a very good job there uh, to, the, to the staff uh, and the physicians and, and nurses working, you know, diligently uh, every day to make sure that we provide not only the best care, but also in the safest possible manner. Also, John, did you want to share any of the other stats I think that are important to share with the folks of the county? Sure. It's been a very, very busy uh, almost two years. We've had over 300 uh, COVID-related admissions at Washington Health System Green alone and over 2,100 admissions across the health system. We've also seen a shift in the demographics over the last couple years. Um, if you look back one year ago at this time, the average age of a COVID admission was 68. Fast forward to last month, our average age of admission for COVID was 61, about seven years uh, younger. We've also unfortunately had a number of deaths, over 200 within the health system and eight specific to Washington Health System Green. We've also seen uh, census challenges as more and more of COVID-related admissions have occurred. Within the health system, we would have anywhere from 25 to 40 patients uh, per day admitted with COVID, peaking at 57 uh, this past month. Uh, on average, at Washington Health System Green, we'll have three to four patients on any given day with a COVID uh, diagnosis for admission. Thank you, John. And again, we would like to thank the county commissioners for allowing us to join you on this podcast. Hi, this is Commissioner Zimmerman, and I want to thank you uh, so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast today, and, and thanks to uh, Terry Wiltrout and Dr. John Six for being here today, joining us on this episode. Um, I want to add something that uh, Terry had forgot to mention, and, and we had during this early process of, of dealing with uh, COVID-19, 
we had weekly phone calls with all the health systems that Terry had mentioned, along with the pharmacies. The pharmacies uh, were a big part of this because, as you remember, it was tough to find, you know, Pfizer, Moderna, and uh, J&J. I don't even know if they were a player then early on. But uh, along with the health systems, the pharmacies were all participating, and we had uh, weekly phone calls trying to locate, you know, vaccines for for everyone so again uh, this was a team effort uh, from the health system the commissioners and the pharmacy so again uh, hats off to everyone we thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time on the county conversations 